What is up, everybody? We are live every Tuesday and Thursday, starting right now. I will be live 6 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, plus on game days. Dude, I have some really great guests coming up today, too. But I got a lot of people in line. You know, I've been talking to some people, getting people to join the show. And uh, I, I'm really stoked for what's about to go down. Dude, I'm having so much fun doing this live. I never thought live streams would would be this fun. But I got some exciting news, people. Got some exciting news. Yacho.com sponsored me. Now, everything I say, like everyone, whenever you have sponsors and nobody really believes it, but Yacho.com is a really awesome thing because I am a horrible gift buyer. Talk about horrible gift buyer. I'll bring it up in a little bit. But uh, at Yacho.com, they send you reminders every time there's a birthday, your girlfriend, your wife, whatever has a birthday, uh, Valentine's Day, all these things that you forget. I forgot anniversaries before. And it's not a fun situation. They send you reminders. All you got to do is go to yacho.com, sign up. It's absolutely free. No credit card, no nothing, all free. They set your reminders. You tell them a little bit about your wife, your girlfriend, whatever. And they help you buy the gift. They help you buy the gift. It's totally free. Everything is free. No credit card, anything. Go to yacho.com and sign up right now. Well, not right now. Yeah, if you're watching on your laptop, go on your phone, yacho.com right now, sign up. I, I actually love this because I have bought my wife Packer hoodies before because I didn't know what to buy her. And then I end up just wearing the Packer hoodie. It's really not a gift for her, but she don't mind. <laughs> but uh, speaking of bad gifts, my wife bought, I said, hey, will you grab me some beer when you're at the store? She bought me eight ounce cans, eight ounce cans. Like <laughs> I couldn't even use these for shower beers. All right, but we got some great guests coming up. Josh Moser. We got Alex Struff. We got some really good stuff. I, I talked to Will Redman. He might jump on next week. I got some really good guests coming up. But everyone, go to yacho.com. Sign up. Be a gift-buying machine. Yacho, yacho, man. I want to be a yacho, man. No, what does it mean to be a yacho, man? I think it means, dude, your wife won't know. That you like, how did you just become a gift buying machine? How did you buy her something that she doesn't hate? My wife has never got a gift from me that she likes, not genuinely like. She's just like, oh, okay, thank you. But usually she just tells me, buy me this. I'm like, you just buy that then if you want it so bad. Like, why? If, if they know what they're getting, it doesn't make sense. So go to yacho.com, sign up, totally free, totally free, and not like free and like the. It's not free. It's actually free. No credit card, no nothing. Go to yacho.com and be the gift buying machine. All right. I want to talk about some football stuff today. All right. When uh, Alex and 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 jo Josh joining me is going to be awesome because he's coming here in about 10 minutes. But uh, injuries are huge for the Packers like right now. Like Kenny Clark practiced today, I saw. Uh, Devontae Adams, I believe, did not practice. And I don't know like what's going on with him, but uh, injuries are, are 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 a scary part for the Packers right now. And like I but beyond the injuries, dude, we have to be just excited. We're two and zero. The Packers are two and zero, and I feel like they're not getting the love that a two and zero team should get. Just like last year, that thirteen and three season, talking about. Oh, that's the luckiest thirteen and three team of all time, dude. Aaron Jones tore it up 
last week. And he still doesn't get the credit he deserves. Like Aaron Jones, like if you look at it, like it's way too early to even talk about MVP. But like if you're going to have one right now, like dude, Aaron Jones is a stud. And I, I don't like talking MVP stuff for anybody uh, at week two, you know, going into week three. But dude, Aaron Jones is balling. He's catching. He's He's got all the numbers. Like, dude, he's a big part of this team. So even if Devontae can't go, which I really, really, really hope he can, I think that the Packers are in, are in decent shape because the running game is, like, just on point. You got Jamal Williams, A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon hasn't got a lot of looks so far. But I really love, I really, really love what this running game is capable of. And, like, the receivers got a bad rap. Like, everyone talked all season long or all off season about we need a receiver, we need a receiver. But this offense put up, like, a 1,000 yards, I think it is, in two weeks, over 40 points in the first two weeks. Like I think they they, they got to lead the league in, uh, in uh, total points. Let's check out some comments. Oh, look at this. I am a handsome fella. Appreciate you tuning in, man. All right. And does anyone have any questions real quick before uh, we get we, we get Josh Moser in the building? This is my biggest concern. Is Avante Adams available for Sunday? Like, that is, like, the first thing I am going to ask Josh Moser. He knows all the, all the you know, the reporter stuff that I don't know. And that's why I love to have Josh Moser as uh, – as a contact, someone who I can just bounce stuff off of, because I, I I I do not have those answers. Okay, he said I just saw it's likely Adams doesn't play. Like I didn't see that, but like I, I believe you. But uh, I haven't been on social media as much as I usually am lately. But I've been. I, that's what I'm trying to catch up because I've seen Kenny Clark as practice. I know that doesn't mean that he's going to play, but Kenny Clark is so huge for this defense, like for our running game, like the stop and the run, it's so huge. He says, we will be shit talking Viking fans tonight. Oh, of course, all the time. See Viking fans, dude, I wasn't even hard on Viking fans. I was pretty nice to Viking fans, but then they started chirping. They start all off season talking about, I've, I've, I've said this over and over again. And I said it one night. I had a few drinks in me. You know what I mean? But I said, Vikings to me are the new Bears. Like, I'm going to trash the Vikings. Every loss, I'm going to talk about it because you were all on me. And then when you lost, you made excuses. How do you make excuses after you get just beat down? Like, you, you could talk about the score all you want. They came back. They got some garbage points. They got some garbage yards. But, like, screw the Vikings. Fans be chirping. Take the L, except your team isn't that good this season. The Vikings are just not that good this season. They're not good at all. I hope they lose every game. <laughs> I really do. Watching from the UK. Hey, I appreciate you tuning in from the UK. Where Where's everyone from? I, I always find that interesting to find out where people are from. This is my buddy, Lauren. Do you know what you're actually talking about? I do not. That's why I have good guests on to tell me all the things that I don't know what I'm talking about. I can uh, I can fake it a little bit, though. You know what I mean? I can fake it. I got a few beers in me. <laughs> but uh, California in the building. All right, we're just waiting for Josh Moses to get up in here. But what do you guys want to talk about? What do you want me to ask Josh Moses? What do you want me to discuss for uh 
for today. Let's see what he's got here. I don't know if I click on because I know him and he might say something messed up. If there was no football, I wouldn't talk about anything. I, I just, I would just, I don't know what I do. I, during the off season, I didn't have, I didn't have too much to say because there's nothing to talk about. Football is life. All right. Let's see what this one says, bro. I love you, but can we move on from talking about the Vikings? Uh, yeah, I, I know that. I just had to give my little opinion because I'm, I'm going to bash him every now and again, but because uh, Viking fans talk, so we got to we we we, we got to talk back. South Dakota's in the building. All right, Josh Moses is going to be here in a few minutes. Uh, I love seeing people like all over the place. New Mexico, love it, love it. Kohler, Wisconsin. All right. So uh, let's talk a little bit about Aaron Rodgers. All right. Aaron Rodgers this season is he's just, uh, dude, everyone doubted Aaron Rodgers, like what he was going to do this year. And like I, I, he was on Pat McAfee show. He had a lot of good insights of, of what, uh, like why he's playing better. He said he's just happier. He's uh he's living his best life. I don't know what that means, but he's living his best life. And he's just slinging it. I think he's tuned in. Aaron Rodgers is ready to roll. And I love it. I love seeing Aaron Rodgers at his best. And even on on his down years, what people call the, his down years, dude, Aaron Rodgers still lighting up. Even last year. If you give Mitch Trubisky Aaron Rodgers stats last year, everyone's ooh and on about it. So, like, people can talk all that about Aaron Rodgers, but he's back, baby. Aaron Rodgers is back. This Packers offense is back. Like, like last year, the offense wasn't like just firing out, like out the gate, but the defense was this year. The offense is doing their thing, but with the defense, it's tough to even look at and like understand like what exactly they're doing because the offense is up. So obviously like the defense is going to be in a different style of defense they just don't want to give up the big plays the quick plays they want to make him go down the field eat some clock up and all that dude aaron Rodgers is a stud baby and he's back uh dude i i i can't wait to see like what this season brings up <laughs> what is it florida loves me oh right, shout out to florida baby tommy crabtree lives in florida i love me some florida y'all got gators so i can't visit you got some stuff down there that, like, just <laughs> I don't want to get run up and get eaten by a gator. All right, what, what's this saying? <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. why Aaron Rodgers is happy. I don't talk about, like, his dating life and all these other things. It's, I understand that people are going to. I just I just ain't going to do it. But, uh, yeah, okay, Game On Wisconsin in the building. All right. Shout out to Game On Wisconsin. If you if you don't know what Game On Wisconsin, do check them out on Twitter, all their social media. They have great shows. They got the Jamal Williams show. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to Alex a little bit about that. I, I I love what they got going on. They're uh they do some great work, baby. All right, any minute now, Josh Mose, about four minutes. So throw me out some topics real quick that we can chat about before Josh gets in the building. Hey, Rachel. What what family? <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. But uh yeah, uh <laughs> I'm trying to read these comments here. Is Thomas going to play? Like that that's one thing I I'll, I'll have to ask Josh about because like I've heard a lot of different things. I don't know if Michael Thomas like his what like the full extent of his injury. Like they're going to be quiet about it. 
I assume just the way that the Packers are with Devonte Adams, like he's not practicing, but I don't, I can't imagine the Packers are saying too much about, it. like I said, I've been off social media the last two days, but, uh, <laughs> mac and cheese from quick trip dude mac and cheese from quick trip is my stuff i love me some macaroni and cheese from Twi- are are the lions okay <laughs> matthew what up alex dude are the lions gonna tank this season like i don't the lions don't have to tank the lions just naturally tank that's just what they do even if they start strong like they haven't done in a lot of years, but once in a while they start strong, but the lions are going to lion. You know what I mean? I think the, the Vikings are going to lion this year too, but that <laughs> that's just what the lions do. The lions do not I mean like I was a little worried like in the first quarter, like, all right. Cause I know the lions play the Packers. It's like their super bowl. It's like their big game. So like, I was a little concerned, like, all right, but just like the, the Vikings game, you know, First quarter didn't go as scripted, but they made some changes or whatever they did to get it popping. But then the smackdown got laid. You know what I mean? 19 and 0. All right. I, 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 I don't think the Packers will go 19 and 0, but I will say this because I was talking with someone earlier this. I will predict the Packers win every single game this season. Like when I do picks, I never, I don't think I've ever picked the Packers, except for like, those years, like you got injuries and you're just playing someone. But even then, I'm like, yo, dude, I, I, I rep my team. Like, I got faith every year. When you have Aaron Rodgers, like, you have a chance to win every single game. And this offense right now, I'm not sure the Packers have had an offense quite like this in quite some time. <laughs> they are more like kittens. You got that right, dude. The Detroit Lions have never scared me. And I know that that they beat us in a lot of seasons when we shouldn't have, when that shouldn't have happened. But uh, the, the Lions are going to line. Like, they're going to get some on you because the, the Lions do worry me a little bit just as a Packer fan because just like a lot of division games, like, you could be the better team, but they just come out swinging every single time. Do the players find – do the NFL team has – I think that was the wrong question. <laughs> that was, so, no other NFL team has beat another team 100 times except the Pack over the Lions, right? That's a cool stat, but that was not what I was reading when I clicked on it. That's why I was thrown off a little bit. But, uh, yeah, dude, the Packers have owned the Lions since, like, forever. Like, going back, like, to the Favre days, and, like, the Lions have always been. Like, I remember the first time, like, one of my first memories of Brett Favre is when he threw that long pass in the playoffs to beat the Lions to, uh, I think it was Kittrick Taylor. I don't know. I forget the name <laughs> off the top. I, I probably said it wrong. The Bears have beat the Lions a hundred times. Have they? I, I don't know how many times. I, like I really don't know that stat. Like if the Packers beat them a hundred times, the Bears did. But uh, <coughs> that was that was rough. But uh, I, I can see that because the Lions, they're not. I mean, a lot of teams have beat them. <laughs> Do you think if you decided to become sober, could your liver handle? No, my liver could not handle it. My liver would be in shock if. Uh, if if I just decide to go sober. All right, so now we got Josh Moser in the building. He's uh l- let me just do this. I don't have a producer. This is all me. So uh Fox 11, Josh Moser in the building. What is up, man? How we doing? Just walked off Dude. the new set. Here to join you. This is a guy right here. He's at work, busting his butt, doing the news, and the first thing he does 
comes on and talks to me. I appreciate your time, man. Of course, always. Anything for you. All right, Maybe the first either. thing I will... <laughs> the first thing I want to talk about, this is what I've been thinking about all day, all day, but Devonte Adams, this injury, he, he didn't practice today, right? He did not. So like, what are you like hearing? Do you got any like secrets? Do you got any like scoop that does no one else knows and that you want to tell me like he's secretly, he's fine and ready to go. I wish I could. The Packers have been very close to the vest with this. And really when you look at Devonte Adams, it's not just about one week as unless COVID sh completely shortens this season, it's only week three and you're going on the road on Sunday night football. You need Devonte down the stretch and you need to keep him healthy. So one win in week three would be a lot different than forcing him to play in this game and missing six games later in the season. Now, last year, you had the turf toe injury missed four games. Packers were able to win all four of those games, but, when you really talk about this season, because Matt LaFleur's offense, I feel, has really evolved here in week two. Week one, the Vikings defense, they decide to take away Aaron Jones. Now, all of a sudden, Devontae has a phenomenal game. Week two, the Lions take away Devontae. Aaron Jones pops off for a career best day, 168 yards rushing, had that 75-yard touchdown. So, with Devontae out of the lineup, it completely changes how the defense can line up against the Packers. They can key in on Aaron Jones. That's going to mean... MVS, Marquez Valdez, Scanling, Alan Lazard will have to play so much better. So, But having Devontae on the field opens up everything else for this offense, and that's why they've been able to put up 85 points here in the first two weeks. Yeah, I think that, that Aaron Jones has been huge, and he's your guy. You you had him on uh, with it, inside the huddle, right? Yeah. So, uh, like, dude, like, what is Aaron Jones saying? Like, you talk to him, like, you, you guys are best pals. So – how jacked is he? Because, like, I don't know. The disrespect he gets, but this is how good he is. Like, I think he's, he could be one of the best backs in the league. He is one of the best backs in the league. I think you look at last year, he led the NFL in touchdowns. He is leading the NFL in rushing yards here through the first two weeks of the season. What's really interesting, though, is Alvin Kamara was in the same draft class as him. He just got a five-year, $75 million extension this year. Yeah. Dalvin Cook. From the Minnesota Vikings, five-year, $63 million extension. Packers beat the Vikings to open the season. So I think Aaron Jones deserves that money. I think he has proven that he is that type of caliber of a back. I think he should have been a pro bowler last year, in my opinion. But no doubt this offense is not the same as it is without Aaron Jones. So, like, do you think, like, I know the Packers, they got a lot of decisions to make coming up. Is, is Aaron Jones a Green Bay Packer next season, you think? I believe so. I know that Steinberg Sports and his agent, Chris Cabot, have been talking extensively about a deal. It's all about figuring out the money and how to make it work. How much is the salary cap going to go down? But I think David Bakhtiari said something that was really interesting to me. And he's like, you can move whatever money around that you want. If you want a guy, you find a way to make it work. So. You got to resign David Bakhtiari. You got to resign Aaron Jones. You got to resign Jamal Williams. You've got to resign Kevin King. I, I don't know. I mean, he's been phenomenal as well. So there's a lot of pieces that have to get resigned. Corey Lindsley's another one. So they got to figure out what they're going to do with this cap. And, you know, that's why the Packers have kept Russ Ball around. He's their number man. And we'll see what happens. But I think the Packers would be very foolish to let 33 walk out of the building. 
Yeah, like I really don't see it happen. Like I, I don't know a lot about like cap stuff because like I'm that's just not my like forte. Like understand money, I can't even barely pay my own bills. But uh, <laughs> like David Bakhtiari, like you mentioned him, I saw him uh, wearing a shirt, call my agent, and he said a while back that the Packers haven't haven't discussed anything. Has that changed? Like, are the Packers talking to David Bakhtiari's agent? They've definitely probably had some conversation, but it hasn't been public knowledge. Look, David Bakhtiari is possibly the best left tackle in football. He has proven that he is deserving of another huge contract. You look back to last year, what they did with Brian Balaga, he signed a three-year, $30 million deal with the Chargers. The Packers weren't going to pay him that money. That's a former first-round pick. And David Bakhtiari has been so solid. And the left tackle, in my opinion, is the most important position on the offensive line. You're protecting a right-handed quarterback's blind side. And he has been phenomenal. The relationship he has with Aaron Rodgers is is huge. And he's, his play has been phenomenal. So, again, it's figuring out how to make that money work. But if I'm the Green Bay Packers, priority 1A and 1B is resigning both Bakhtiari and Jones. Yeah, I, 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 I David Bakhtiari is a, is a must. Like I'm sure Aaron Rodgers has got some thoughts on them get, making sure he's there protecting them. Well, like, what about, like, like you mentioned Jamal Wims, who is, like, a fan favorite. He's always so happy. What are the chances of, like, both Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams coming back? I think it's slim, to be honest with you. It's both Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones are represented by the same agent. And that makes it even more interesting, right? And the both yeah. of them are two very close friends as well. But I think they are a phenomenal running back duo they complement each other so well and specifically williams what he did this offseason in fine-tuning his route running and what we've seen from him not only in the run game but the pass game and i mean aaron jones last week i still can't believe that catch he made on the sidelines over the cornerback i mean first name daryl has been in the league for four plus years veteran i mean he goes up one-on-one -on -one against a cornerback and high points the ball you don't see that in the nfl there are only no. a few running backs that can make a catch like that and then do it against a cornerback is elite, 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 elite. And with Jamal, he is runs differently than Jones, but they're a good one-two punch. I know a lot of people are talking about Kareem Hunt and the money that they paid him to stay in Cleveland when you've got Chubb there as well. I think they might be the best backfield in the NFL right now, but I wouldn't put Williams and Jones. I think they're right there. And if, if they can figure out a way to keep both of those guys, I understand spend a second round pick on AJ Dillon, but, Right now, I know it's a rookie year for Dylan. Those two are, are levels above, and I would expect great play from both Williams and Jones moving forward. Do you think that they're going to, like, start adding in Dylan more? I know that, you know, the offseason, like, we, we saw the clips. I'm just like, he's just a machine. He's got legs the size of, like, my body, which is saying something. And, uh, like, he hasn't got the ball a ton. Do you, like, I know it, it's tough to give three guys, like, the ball but like do you envision like as the season goes on maybe there's trust because he's a rookie or I, I don't know the reason but uh do you think he'll get the ball more i think you'll see him work into game plans more especially as the season goes on and we saw really in week one he was put in the game when the packers had the big lead and when you have a back like that it's a downhill north and south runner like dylan he's he's a clock eater and when you have a lead that's a guy you want to give the ball to have him protect the ball now, DeGuara, the third-round pick, was out this last week as your tight end, H-back, halfback, if you will. So I think having him out of the scheme and unavailable makes 
Dylan's touch is a little harder because you want a lead blocker in front of him. It also depends on the defense and the front that you're facing. So Matt LaFleur is always going to attack matchups. That's why they love Aaron Jones so much in the past game and Jamal Williams so much in the past game when they're matched up against a linebacker. So when you can get the right personnel, if you have that heavy personnel, that's where you're going to see A.J. Dillon more, especially when the Packers have a lead, when they need to chew up clock. But right now, you've got Aaron Jones, who's arguably the best back right now in football, leading the NFL and rushing through the first two weeks. And a great compliment in Jamal Williams. I would give them the bulk of the load and then see if you can start working in Dillon, depending on the defense that's being played and who else you have available on the roster. Yeah, like this team, like um, these gadget plays, like I don't, I don't know if you call them gadget plays, but like these wide receiver, like running across, pitching, like all these crazy plays. So this is what they've been preparing for, like LaFleur, what he's been drafting for, what he's been – this is his offense. So like – how do you see this offense going for like, is this offense going to sustain this level of success throughout the year? I sure every Packers fan would hope so, right? I mean, <laughs> well, I think so. I mean, it obviously depends on injuries. Back-to-back weeks, I think it's going to depend largely on injuries. And, you know, it's week-to-week in the NFL. Your roster can look so different one week as opposed to the next. I think the San Francisco 49ers are a great example of that, given what they dealt with this last week. When you're talking about those types of like end around plays and the bunch formations, the Packers saw a lot of man coverage versus the Lions, and that's where you can create those rub routes. So that's where you have the cornerback trailing that wide receiver. But if you can get a guy like Tyler Irvin, or we've seen Alan Lazard on that end around, he's just got too much speed for that guy to cover, and you can see him break off that eight to 10 yard run, get that first down, move the chains. So it really depends on how the defense is lining up. And Matt's going to, it's like punch counter punch. And that's why Matt LaFleur was brought here. And then you've got Aaron Rodgers, who's obviously a future Hall of Fame quarterback. I think he's playing at an elite, elite level. And what makes him even more special is just his command at the line of scrimmage and what he can do in reading defenses pre-snap and then getting his guys lined up in a different way, changing the play to take advantage of what he sees. There's probably nobody better in football at that. Oh, yeah, I I think that – like just what I've seen for like this offense this year and like just like I, I can see like what the floor's like vision is. So like I asked this, I think last week I was a little tipsy, Josh, when I was doing a live, but who Drink are like right? Yeah, dude, that's what we do. We're drinking. Like, that's a small beer. My wife got me eight ounce beers. But anyways, oh, uh come on now. I know. So I had to bring like a 12 pack up here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh who are the threats in, in the NFC? Because, you know, I think it changed a little bit. You know, the Niners got some injuries going, which I, I, I don't like injuries. I think injuries are horrible. I don't care the team. Who are the big threats for the Packers in the NFC? I think you got to start with the uh, Seattle Seahawks. I, I think they're far and above right now. Yeah, take a sip of that beer. Come on now. You're off the clock. It's getting That's warm. I'm, I'm trying to be a professional here, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> You're off the clock. You're good. Uh, yeah, I'm Russell good. Wilson is, is phenomenal. I think he's... I believe Vegas put him as the odds-on favorite now to win the MVP over Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. So you, you've got to start there. Um, I think that division's really interesting given you know, the injuries to the 49ers. I think they definitely take a step back. Uh, well, the East is kind of, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens there. And, and the NFC South with the Saints, the Bucks. I mean, Brady's only played two weeks. I'm, I'm curious to see as the season progresses you know, how they go on. But I think the Packers right now, given what happened to the 49ers, I think it's between them and the Seahawks here, at least early in the season. And 
I, I know Packers fans aren't going to like this. I mean, the Cowboys struggled in that game against the Falcons. I think I'm very curious to see what happens with Atlanta when they come here in a couple weeks. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't count out the Cowboys. they got a really stacked roster. And if Mike McCarthy can figure things out and that team can get going, they've got all of the pieces as well. But health is the biggest issue. And, you know, we can't discount this upcoming Sunday night. The Saints have been historically so good for so many years. And what Drew Brees and Sean Payton have put together uh, they're two great offensive minds, and I'd be very curious to see what happens because they've got a ton of weapons on both sides of the ball as well. But Seahawks-Packers definitely right now levels above the rest, and we'll see if that's confirmed this Sunday night. Oh, yeah, the, the, the Seahawks game, I watched that. That was, that was a ridiculous. Like, the Seahawks are legit. Like, I, I, I'll rep my team. I, I I hope to God that <laughs> – but, like, we stay healthy and, like, we don't get nicked with, like, a bunch of nagging injuries. But uh, the Seahawks – Look legit, but let's talk about the Saints. Michael Thomas, do you know anything about his uh injury situation? That, that's the one that's a huge point for this game. Well, funny you should mention him. We don't know yet. The, the, the guy that would know is the Packers team doctor, and that's Dr. Bob Anderson, actually my neighbor. Uh, but he's over here with Bell, and he is the f- foremost ankle foot guy in the country. That's why he was brought here by Dr. Pat McKenzie. And Von Miller has been here. He did Kevin Durant when he had his Achilles injury. So with all of that, he is a big piece. And it's going to be the Packers team doctor making a decision on if Michael Thomas <laughs> is going to go or not. So that's going to be really interesting to see what happens. But look, you really look at this matchup from a fan perspective. You've got a future Hall of Fame quarterback, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers. You've got two of the best running backs in the game in Kamara and Aaron Jones. And now you've got Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, maybe one and two receivers in the game right now, if you will, over Julio Jones, over Hopkins, because he's with the new team. So imagine those three against each other, like build like that. And then yeah. you've got to remember Jared Cook. I mean, that's that's what we want to see. Uh, but I think it's going to be a game time decision. Remember, it's a 16 game season. We're only in week three. You want to be strongest as you enter late December. And uh, from a fan perspective, you want to see both Michael Thomas and Devontae out there. I want to see them both out there. I hope that they are. But as you can imagine, for game planning purposes, both coaches are going to keep that one wrapped up, I think, until the very last minute. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely want to, the, the best players available. I, I don't root for injuries. I don't, I don't want injuries. I, don't, I mean, I, I, if a player is not playing like their best player, like I'm not mad about it. I don't wish anything like that on them. But, uh, yeah, the, this Saints game I think is going to be like humongous. This is going to be like one of the games of the week. Both offenses are going to be slinging it, and uh, I, I I love to see it. So be, before you get going, all right, I'm gonna let you go here in a minute. But uh, so what do you see for, like for this team? Like, what do you think like this team going for? Like, I know we played. I, I think it has a lot to do with with the Saints game, how they look. But uh, what do you think for this team going forward? Like, are they Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah. Through the first two weeks, I mean, you have to say yes, but it's only going into week yeah. three you need to be peaking you know late in the season one concern that i have personally is that the bye week is early this year it's in week five so you're going to have to go a 12 week stretch through the cold months through the flu season with no break and if you go back to 2016 when the packers lost to the atlanta falcons in the nfc championship game the entire football team got sick that week a, a bug yeah. ran through the locker room and, I mean, you can't predict that. But, I, I mean, I remember that. I think the Packers are in the Super Bowl. I think they win the Super Bowl had they had not gotten sick. 
Uh, I was crazy with Mason Crosby winning on the game winner in Dallas in the divisional round. I, I, they had it there. But, you know, this offense, I'm curious to see how defenses are going to key in on them. And that's where we talked about earlier was Devontae Adams, his availability. That's going to dictate a lot moving forward, especially this week, Sunday. But as of right now, I don't think you can discount the Packers. I mean, you're putting up 40 points. It's they, They've got the highest average in the league through the first two weeks of the season. Comfortability level, the players are all talking about it, how they just feel so comfortable. And that's huge moving forward. But it's only week two. We can't jump the gun just yet. But right now, I think Packers fans should be pretty happy with what they've seen in the first two weeks. But you've kind of got a gauntlet. I'm looking over here at the schedule of quarterbacks, at least from a fan perspective. So Matt Ryan after Drew Brees, Tom Brady after that, Sean Watson after that. So I think these next four weeks are going to be or four games are going to be really telling uh, as far as what we can see from this defense. And uh, we should have a much better idea after Sunday night and especially once you get through away games at the Buccaneers, at the Texans. And then that brings us to week eight, where the fans hopefully will be inside Lambeau for the first time on November 1st against the Vikings. Yeah, I, I, I hope the fans are back in, in Lambeau. I'd like to get to a game. Yeah, but I, I think that that's a really good point. These quarterbacks that this defense faces, like uh, a lot of people have been given a, the, the defense a hard time this year, but I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that Packers have had to lead going into the second half. So, like, I, I don't know. I, I think this defense will hold up, but uh, we'll Look, see. If you put up 40 points a game, you know, the object is to score more points than the other team. So, you're putting up 40, you're in a great spot. So, one last question I got. <laughs> I, I, I forgot about this. All right, so with, with this offense, with the, the tight end position, I think this tight end, like, what, going into this season, the tight end position was something I really <laughs> – I'm sorry. <laughs> but – uh. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no, but Jay Sternberger, who I, I absolutely love, uh, he had a drop. He got a hard time because, you know, but what do you see from Jason like, and, and this tight end position, uh, how they're using him? It, it all depends on the matchup. And we saw early in the last game, you know, a couple drops early from the tight end position. Uh, we did, Packers did not have Deguara. So I think that really factors in, even though he's a rookie. Uh, and then you yeah. have Bobby Biceps, you know, with the touchdown catch on the second read. Oh, yeah, yeah Tanya. Uh, still one of my favorite nicknames. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Called Bobby Biceps. I mean, unbelievable. Uh, but he's he's a guy they need. And if Devontae Adams can't go, you're going to need a lot more from the tight end position. And, of course, it's ironic that they're playing the Saints, who have Jared Cook, who, in my opinion, should have never been – let go from Green Bay. He was a the guy they needed to lock up and keep. He's been phenomenal for the Raiders and for the Saints. And, uh, you know, I mean, that catch in Dallas on the sidelines in 2016, that divisional game was unreal. Uh, but they're going to need a lot from that position. And I think right. this is where Matt LaFleur needs to use his pieces. Uh, Mercedes Lewis in the blocking game. Uh, you know, curious to see if they get the running backs involved. And, uh, you know, we'll see how he exploits the matchup. But you need those tight ends to make plays. And, and Marquez Valdez-Scantling needs to have more consistency. We've seen the flashes and how much of a game-breaker he can be. And if he takes that next step, which I believe he can, you know, then you've got two legitimate guys. And, and don't sleep on Alan Lazard because I think he could even line up as a tight end with his size, his strength, and his blocking ability. Uh, Matt LaFleur has really preached that he has done a phenomenal job. And defenses are keying in knowing where number 13 is on the field because he's been lighting people up in that blocking game. 
Oh, yeah. I, I definitely think that he's underrated. I don't think that he gets enough respect for what he's doing. He's a young guy. But I, I'll let you go. Hey, I appreciate you coming on, taking the time right after your new show. You know, I was downstairs just drinking beer before I started. Hey, this is what I do, man. I, I get paid to talk about Packers football. I mean, it's, it's a blessing, man. Living a dream. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Stop any time. Look forward to it. All right. Bye. All right. Now we got Alex Stroff is in the building. All right. I'm going to see. Uh, is he drinking? I, th I think he's drinking. Let me uh, bring this thing up here. Look at this. Boom. Look at. I'm a professional. I'm a professional. As we go, Alex Stroff. What is up, my man? I can't hear you. I can't hear what you're saying. I think his audio. What about now? You got okay, I got you. I got you. I don't know what happened. Apparently, this thing doesn't work. So All that's right. good. Um, what's up? <laughs> Great you? start. Dude, I'm good. How are you? Like, how are you enjoying this? No, I, I seen that. Dude, you're like the busiest guy ever. So when I asked you to come on, I was like, I don't know. You're a producer. You're a, uh, you have your own show. Like, you're doing everything. Yeah, I was uh, I was doing TV like Josh just before this. I had a, I had a five o'clock news thing for student television. So I was doing that, and then I bounced over here. Now I'm drinking beer because I'm at home, and we got Thursday night football tonight. So I'm good. I'm good now. I'm, I'm not too busy. This is just a conversation. So yeah, <laughs> I always love catching up with you. So so like all right. So like I'm I'm a, I'm a little bit tipsy. I'm a dude. My wife bought me eight ounce beers. Like I I can't get yeah. over this. She so I, I was watching uh, you and Josh, and I heard you tell him that, and I was gonna write. That's I think she's sending you a message. Uh, <laughs> you, you drink so much, you, you've gotten downgraded to baby beers. <laughs> no, actually. It was a joke because last night I said, hey, she was going to the grocery store. I'm like, hey, grab me some beer. She's like, all right. So I, I walk into the room, they get home, and there's these eight-ounce beers, 12-packs, sitting in the counter. I'm like, I'm like, what are these? And she's like, I got you beer. I'm like, these are eight-ounce. She's like, what do you mean? And she, like, played it off. Okay. And I was like, no, these beers, I can't. These are eight-ounce beers. Like, I had to put a, put them next to me. But uh, then she was joking. She had the real stuff next to it. But uh, <laughs> she wouldn't do me like that. But uh, – so what are your thoughts uh, going into the Saints game? I know we got some injuries I talked about with Josh. Uh, Kenny Clark is practicing now. I don't know if that means he'll play. I, I don't know what's going on there. But what are your thoughts going into this game? Uh, I feel good. I mean, obviously, New Orleans is going to be pissed off given that uh, bad showing uh, on Monday. I mean, nobody expected Las Vegas to win that game, I don't think. I didn't pick them. I doubt you. Oh, no. I didn't expect Las Vegas to win that whatsoever. But. Um, you know, I, I don't know if I expect a 40-point offensive performance. I, I expect the offense to still be hitting on, on almost all cylinders. Um, they look too damn good not to. Um, but on the defensive side, I mean, it's Drew Brees and company, so you can expect high-power, high you know, high-flying offense from them as well. So I think it's going to be a back-and-forth. I think it's going to be a shootout, a high-scoring game. The, the over-under for this game is only 52-and-a-half, so uh, – any gamblers in Illinois watching us, go ahead and hit that over. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's where I'm at. I don't know, Matt. I'm feeling good. I think it's going to be a good game. It's always, a, it's always a war when New Orleans and Green Bay meet up. So I'm expecting a good game. I imagine I'll get frustrated and I'll be really, really thrilled with a lot of the game. But that's, that's how it goes every Sunday, it seems. Oh, yeah, because I, I was watching Tom Grassi's live stream. He streams during the game. Shout out to him. He does it really good, right? Yeah, so I was like, because I'm trying to like think of the, the, the things I could do. And I was like, I should live stream during the game. But then I started 
thinking like as I was watching the game, like I cuss way too much during the game. <laughs> like no, no, I, I couldn't. Hold on a minute. Hold, do you remember having this exact conversation on Sunday? Did we? Oh, yes, I, we might. I was so drunk. I, I was drunk. No, but uh. I don't even know where I was going with that. <laughs> but uh, no, but like, I think that the quarterback matchup, let's just move on. <laughs> the as quarterback soon, matchup, I think as, is, soon as, as soon as Moser leaves, this thing gets off the rails. It's off the rail. I, dude, I depend on my guests to keep it going because I'm not a host. I'm learning as I go. Like, I'm on the fly here, baby. <laughs> you're doing, you're doing I learned from you. But uh, <laughs> no, hey, but I. I Real quick before we move on, I do want to give a shout out to the Jamal Williams show. I know we mentioned that Sunday. I don't remember that. But now you guys had your first episode. You were producing it. Uh, and I, I thought the producing was phenomenal. No, I don't know. I appreciate but uh, I, I did watch. I tuned in. Uh, I, think, I, I, think, I think that was great. You had some technical issues out the gate. I don't know if that was your fault or Jamal's. No, they wanted to play it um, off like it's my fault, but it was Jamal's Wi-Fi. It looks like yours does right now. Your camera looks horrible today. What's going on? You're no, no. I look good. I see me. You're my Wi-Fi. Really? Yeah. Not for not for me. I think it's your problem. Just like no, in the Jamal good. Williams show, I think it's see, on you. See, Josh looked great. You looked blurry. I don't know. I, I'm not here to criticize, but that's that. That's one to let you know. That's why I have less viewers than, than normal. I don't look as pretty as I normally do. <laughs> all right. So you take over. All right. Now you're the host. Right. <laughs> what do you want so, to talk about? I don't know what I want to talk about. I want to talk about tight ends because you brought that up with Josh. Um, yeah, I did. That's a great topic. You know, Darren Waller, he's not obviously what any of the, uh, the Packers tight ends are, but he had a field day on Monday against New Orleans. So I'm hoping maybe we see he called them Bobby Biceps. So I'm going to steal that Bobby Biceps. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe he'll have an even bigger game than he did last Sunday. But I imagine they're going to be looking at that that tape from Monday against that Saints defense. Maybe they'll fit in some more tight ends as as Lafleur has tried to implement over the last few years. I'm interested to see how that works out on Sunday night. Yeah, like uh, I, I was saying to Josh, I was like sternberg i i really love sternberg i know he got a lot of like he got a lot of crap on social media because that drop but i think that stuff happens but i think this tight end group i love me some some bobby tanyan like robert tanyan i love what he does i've always i think he i've been rooting for him since forever and he was cool with me like when uh when i was at the Packers charity softball game when i screwed up and everyone was mad at me he like made jokes about it he messaged me like yeah that we were making fun of you on the sidelines <laughs> and the dugout or whatever but uh, anyways, I'm I'm rooting for these tight ends. Like, yeah, speaking of, of that Saints game, I remember you mentioned when you were doing your picks, you were doing something. You're like, ah, oh, the Saints will beat the Raiders. Like, that's yes, that's done. And I, I thought the it, same thing. I, I had the, I had a freezing cold take, man. So I do my uh, top ten. I just do a YouTube video every every Monday, and I, I ran with it as if the Saints would be two and zero, meaning we have eleven two and zero teams left. So I'll rank the top eleven, just the undefeated teams. I ran with the Saints. It, it, it made sense for about two hours because I posted that video at about 5 p.m. It made sense for about two hours, maybe two and a half. And then uh, Derek Carr decided to look like Peyton Manning. Yeah. That yeah that, that's where I saw it. I wasn't sure if you said that on my show or if you uh, – yeah, I remember I, I watched that video of yours. I, I watched your show too. I was so well, – yeah. um, but, uh, yeah, I, I – I probably said it on your show too. I assumed both teams would be two and zero meeting up this Sunday night, but bad take. We all have them, dude. <laughs> I have every take I've ever had. No, I, I actually predicted the Packers to score over forty last week, 
And uh, I don't know what I'll predict for this week. So well, let's hear it. What are you going to predict for this week? Uh, I think it's going to be a shootout. I think that uh, I don't think I don't know. It, it's hard to predict that they're going to score forty. Cause I think both these offenses are going to be on the field a lot. So I, I I don't. I think the Packers win, but I think let's just say off the top of my head, thirty-one twenty-seven. Packers are going to win it. I like that. I think that's really good. Oh, it's, it's, look at that. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm like right there. I think I predicted thirty-one twenty-eight on 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 the radio last night. So. All right, yeah. and I had no thought process into that. Just so you know, like there was no analyst. I don't have it written down somewhere. I didn't. I just. I don't know. But I, I think that this team is good. So I asked Moses. I'll ask you, like, how good can this team go this season? Because I know the two and zero, but they played, you know, some sketchy teams. But how good can they be? I, I don't know if I'd call if it was out of division opponents that were, you know, Lions or Vikings level, then I'd say they play some sketchy teams, but that's divisional football, man. That is, yeah, that's true. That is as good as it gets. And these teams know each other like the back of their hands. And I know LaFleur's obviously only in his second year. So maybe he's still got some tricks up his sleeve. He still has some tricks up his sleeve, but uh, they, they didn't look like they were phased by the Vikings who they're typically in, in close games with and allow really immaculate things to happen against. And that's not at all what happened in week one. Um, they just kept it too close. But the, the Lions, I mean, it was domination outside of, you know, when it was 14 to three or whatever it was there in the first quarter. The Packers just started rolling and, and they looked ridiculous. So, um, you know, I think they can be as good as they want to be injuries in, or, you know, injuries aside, right? As long as there's no crucial bad injuries, this team can be a 13 and three, 14 and two ball team, really make a case for that one seed. And make a case for the Super Bowl, Matt. I know it's early. I don't want to overreact, but they look as good as they did a year ago, and they were almost in the in the Super Bowl last year. So, um, I, I think they're the, the as good, if not better, as last year at the minimum. Yeah, I, I think so too. Like I, I, people tell me you overreact, dude. I think that this team is really good. I think they're better than they were last year. Like we'll see, like where they ended, like and at the end of the season, a lot of things happen. But like, dude, I'm jacked about this team. I think this team can go to the Super Bowl, like, especially, like, with the NFC, like, everything, like, like how it's starting. Like I say, it's way, way, way too early. But, dude, it I'm excited. Open. It looks wide open through two weeks outside of Josh's pick with Seattle. I think Arizona makes a really good case early. I don't think that's an overreaction. I think Arizona's going to be really good. Um, but the 49ers, obviously, the injuries just suck. You hate to see that happen. I didn't pick them to make the playoffs from, from the get-go. I think they take uh, they digress at least a little bit from last year, uh, but now with the injuries, it's not looking good at all for the 49ers. But that division's got two or three two and out teams. The Rams as well are undefeated through two weeks. So there's some teams, but I think the Packers are better than all of them right now, including the Seahawks. While I think the Seahawks are right there, I, I think I'd give the Packers the edge over any team in the NFC right now. I don't know if I continue to feel that way, but through two weeks, Matt. They they look by far like the best team in the NFC. Yeah, the the, the Seahawks look ridiculous, but yeah, I, I agree. I think you can't. I mean, I don't, I don't think you can argue that the Packers are the best team in the NFC. I mean, I think you can argue it, but you have to at least say they're up there with whatever team, whether it's the Seahawks who who you pick. Like they're 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 there. They have to be in the right. They have to be in the conversation of the what is it four undefeated teams in the NFC or whatever it is. Uh, let me do the math here. Yeah, it's four. Um, four undefeated teams in the NFC, they, they are atop the bunch. I mean, you could make the case for Seattle, like you said, 
I don't think you can make the case for either Arizona or Los Angeles being better than Green Bay right now because that's just not flat. That's flat out untrue. It just is. Uh, <laughs> Seattle and Green Bay atop the NFC for two weeks. We'll see. I think the Saints are going to bring a really big fight this weekend. I think it's going to be a really good game and a close one, too. It's going to get uncomfortable. Maybe we have a Crosby walk-off. Yeah, I, I think I, I, I think it's going to be an insane game. It could be very, very close. It could be the last second type thing. So where did you have the Packers coming into the coming into the season? Did you make a prediction for a, for a record? Yeah, I, I, uh, I actually picked back in July. I picked every NFL game on the slate this season. So I have a final record prediction for every team. Um, wow. for the record, I, I have the bears going five, five, 10 and one, five, 10 and one. I have the, I have the bears tying the Jackson, Jacksonville. I, it was, I don't know, some team they went to. I think it's Jacksonville. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I had the Packers at 12 and four before the season. I think that's probably what they'll get around. Like I said earlier, I think 13 and three and 14 and two are completely realistic, uh, through two weeks. I'll keep adding that preface, but. Um, yeah, I think I think overall Packers probably twelve and four, thirteen and three, somewhere in there. I think I think they're that good. And so you're sticking with like what you predicted, or are are the Packers better than that? What you thought? Like, are they starting off a little better than what you thought they would? I mean, I don't think you predicted forty points a game, but right. through two weeks, but nobody nobody could. Uh, you got it in week two because you're the closest thing to a genius. So. Um, I think I was drunk when I said that. I, sometimes I get, sometimes I get arrogant with my team. Like I, I'll, I'll, people would tweet me like different fan bases of Vikings, Niners, whoever. They'll be tweet me and I get mad. Like I'm not mad, but I'll be getting like all uh, on Twitter. They're gonna score forty points. <laughs> like and, and I was right, and I, I was I called it. I think I was like six points off for the total score. So like, I mean, some people would call me a genius. I just think you know. I just doing the best I can. <laughs> hey, just take the credit, man. Just take the credit. I'll take the credit. I mean, this is why I'm uh, a podcaster because I know so much. Yeah, yeah. You have to you have to pass the test to create a podcast, right? You have to have an IQ of this number. You know, nobody can create a podcast. You have to fill out the application. You're right. Yeah, I think it's That's funny that. though. <laughs> now that you mentioned, I think it's funny because people will send me links. Saying like someone sent me one earlier, Devonte Adams is not going to play, and there's just a link. I'm like, I can make a link. I have a website. Right. Like I can write. I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm just saying is like I don't trust like whatever you know. If it's not like the Packers saying or whatever, and the same thing with podcasters. Like anybody can do this. Like literally anybody, you can do a podcast on your phone just because you have uh, a podcast or just give a website like doesn't mean you know anything like it's the same thing with like, verified accounts like i'm verified on facebook and if i write something people will say oh he, i've seen it in my comments he's verified so it's probably true like no that does not mean that like i'm not the news i any like on twitter there's a lot of verified accounts that just say crazy crazy stuff like yeah like, i don't know just because you're like whatever on social media on the internet doesn't mean you know shit I think you know the reason the reason you and I aren't verified on on Twitter is because we we get drunk and talk football a lot <laughs> a lot less good. See, there's there's English a lot less good uh, than Josh does. Um, so he's verified. He reports the news. We report our drunken takes. Well, exactly, yeah, dude. Everything I say is an opinion. Like I've never, even when I report news on Facebook, I just screenshot someone who knows what they're talking about and then post it. Like I'll just screenshot their tweet. Hey, this guy said this. It's <laughs> like Rob Devoski, he has all the news. Yeah. Moser, they got all the news. Like, I don't. I have an opinion and a beer. 
You need to trademark that. I have an opinion to do it. Look at this is my brother-in-law. What's up, Matt? Who's this Matt Remage guy? Any good? No, he's not any good. <laughs> but uh, so before I let you go here, like I'm, I'm I don't know, I'm off the chains here. Yeah. What else you got? Like anything you, that that you want to talk about before we go? No, I'm putting it on you. Uh, yeah, thanks, Matt. You you came so prepared. I did not. You, had, you had 15 questions for John. Well, because I no, I was no, I, about, like, I have. I asked him a bunch of questions, and then I was like, well, when Alex, I was thinking about, as he was saying, I'm like, what am I going to talk to Alex about now? Because <laughs> you know the same stuff. Josh like, knows more than me, no doubt about it. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm, I'm really excited, Packers aside, I'm really excited for Monday night. Uh, Chiefs-Ravens in Baltimore. I think that's going to be insane. Uh, and I don't often get excited about Monday night football. There's a football game tonight. Uh, I'll watch it probably. I'm not sure yet. It's it's Jacksonville and Miami. If you even knew, yeah, that. it's like uh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't have a huge stake in that. I'll watch it because it's football. But uh, yeah, that, that's really all I got, man. Uh, it's always yeah. No, speaking of that Monday night game, I think that is like a that's going to be a huge game. I love me some Lamar Jackson. Like watching him play to me is like I have no stakes. I don't care about the Ravens. Who, who do you prefer? Who do you like watching more? Because I'm on. I'm on. Uh, one side it sounds like you might be on the other Lamar or Patrick Mahomes who would you rather go out of your way to watch Lamar Jackson I love okay. Patrick Mahomes like he's but Lamar Jackson like you just never know like it'll be like some little little play and he'll just break it off and he just I don't know he just runs like a running back like he just yeah he, and he's, he's, fun. he's developed the arm now so he's he's ridiculous and they have that great backfield Baltimore's a fun team to watch but uh, I'd go with I'd, I'd go with Patrick Mahomes I think you know, I was thinking about this earlier today, and I don't think it's – nobody ever bats an eye when I say this. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be the greatest quarterback we've ever seen without a doubt, as long as he stays healthy. I think he's just unbelievable. Like, he's that freaking talented. And it's it's funny because that seems like such a crazy take for a guy that's only in his third year starting, but it's not because he's that ridiculous. So that's, that's why I prefer Mahomes to, to Jackson, but Jackson obviously also uh, – Probably a top three most fun player to watch in the NFL, not just quarterback, but any position. Yeah, because like like back in the day with, with like Mike Vick, Brett Favre, some guys are just like really really fun to watch because you just you just never know like what's going to happen. You know, I, I, and and on a side note, I'm just rambling over here now. I'm I'm, I'm rambling Matt Ramage. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, it's not often. I mean, we get it a lot with the Packers versus other teams, but it's only twice or three times a season maximum where you have both the noon spot and 3.30 spot open to not watch the Packers. So I'm, I'm very excited to see other teams that I typically don't get to watch this weekend. You know, you've got that Bills and Rams game, two, two, two 2-0 teams. We find out, you know, I think that's going to be a really good one. Uh, what's that? Is it Seattle and Dallas? Is, is that Yeah, they play at, at 3.25. I think that's America's game of the week. That's going to be a fun one. Um, it's going to be – I don't know. We, we never get the opportunity to – watch non-packer games midday so oh yeah i think it's i think it's really good because since the season started i've been trying to do this live stuff and so i haven't like watched a lot of non-packer games because i was setting up and i got my tv in here so I when i do the, if you set up the tv now because i got the tv set up okay, so on. like while i'm doing it i can watch so now what's going to happen is i'm going to be doing this and then i'm just going to start screaming about what's happening on my tv and i'm going to blame you for that <laughs> Fair enough. That is that is my fault. But uh, you know, worst case, you just call up producer Kyle. He'll come in and save it for you. Yeah, that that's the thing. You got producers over there. I got nothing. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm, over, I'm over here working oh, solo. Hey man, you've got ads now. You can hire. You can hire a producer now. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna hire someone. I'm, I'm trying to get my kid. I'm like, I'll do the dishes if you learn how to produce and help me out. <laughs> I'll take your job from you. I'll do the dishes. You can hit some buttons on the screen. That sounds like a good deal, Matt. You you seem like the best father. <laughs> I'm awesome. Hey, I appreciate you taking the time, okay. and uh, maybe you'll jump on again next week. I I, I love talking football with you. Next time, I might even prepare for you. Oh wow! Well, yeah, that would be that would be that would be great, Matt. That would be day. ideal. Learn, learn how to do your damn job, all right? <laughs> it's been a busy day. All right, Good thanks day. for coming on. Thank you. Peace out. All right, so big thanks to uh, Alex Strove coming on. Appreciate everyone listening. And remember, yacho.com. Learn how to buy gifts that your wife will be shocked how good you are. It sends you reminders when it's her birthday, when it's her anniversary, when it's anything. So check out yacho.com and uh, buy gifts that she actually wants. <laughs> buy stuff that she actually is going to be happy. Usually when your wife opens gifts from you, she doesn't care. <laughs> She's like, I know this is crap, but now that will all change. Yahoo.com. Be a gift buying beast of a machine. Thanks, y'all, for tuning in. I'm out. <laughs> Trying to be out. <laughs> Why is it? It's having trouble ending broadcasts. That's something. We're just going to stay going live then, I guess. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I think it's ending now. Hey, I appreciate y'all tuning in. If you can still hear me, I don't know what's happening here. Dude, it won't let me end this broadcast. This is something. So anyway, so you guys got any questions? Well, I guess we'll keep it going here for a minute since it won't let me end this thing. It's like you will keep talking. I have no idea what's going on.